welcome to the Boss of My Money Keeping It Real podcast show, your number one choice for bite-sized lessons on how to take care of your coins and achieve financial success. I am your host, Esther Bangura, personal finance educator, budgeting expert, and money coach at Boss of My Money. So whether it's improving your money mindset, developing a wealthy mindset, becoming debt-free, saving money, or learning how to invest. Say no more because you are in the right place. And if you want to get started with paying yourself first, why not get your hands on one of my amazing freebies, the free financial wellness checklist at bossofmymoney.com slash financial wellness checklist. Now it's time to put the kettle on, make yourself a cup of tea and join me in today's episode. Be sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes. In today's podcast episode, you will learn about how to budget without feeling deprived. A lot of people avoid and give up on their budget because they feel that budgeting makes them feel deprived. That is not true. I'm going to share four tips on how you can budget without feeling deprived. Stick around till the end when I'll be summarizing the key points made, giving you actionable steps to implement, as well as introducing a new segment called Answering Your Money Dilemma. You probably know that you need a budget and you are aware of the benefits of budgeting, but you find it too depriving and want to give up on your budget or you are prevented from even getting started with creating a monthly budget that actually works. So in today's podcast, I'm going to share four things that you can do to stop feeling deprived with your budget. But before I do, let's dive into what a budget is and what a budget is not supposed to be. So budgeting, how I define budgeting, is that budgeting is a financial game plan. It's your planning tool to help assign tasks to your money. Budgeting is how you stay in control of your money and your spending. Budgeting is how you plan for both current and future expenses. What budgeting is not. So budgeting is not a sheet of paper or a spreadsheet that you use to basically go out of your way to make you feel deprived. It's not supposed to be that at all. Budgeting does not manage your money for you. So it's literally your plan of action, right? Just because you've written out a budget It doesn't mean that because you've done the budget that you're going to stick to it. You need to execute what you've written out or the budget that you've created on a spreadsheet. And that's where money behavior comes in. So here are four things that you can do to stop feeling deprived by your budget. Number one, you need to have a bigger why for budgeting. So create a budget that supports you with your wider and bigger goals. You need to be able to believe in the benefits of budgeting for yourself. You need to be convinced that by you creating this budget, by you creating this financial plan for yourself and planning what you're going to spend money on now and the things that you're going to spend money on later, you need to be convinced of the benefits of doing that. So don't budget because I'm telling you to. Don't budget because that actually is what you're supposed to do. Because if you're not convinced by the benefits of budgeting and if your budget isn't linked to a bigger why than just budgeting, then guess what? You're always going to feel deprived when you create a budget. And when it comes to to budgeting, 
you don't just want to budget for the sake of it. And that's the first thing I teach my clients is that don't just budget because you have to, right? Really understand the benefits of budgeting because that's what's going to help you to show up every week or every month when you create the budget. That's what's going to help you to actually execute the budget that you've written out. And that's what's going to help you to stick to it because it's more than just a piece of paper. It's more than just you listing out your income and expenses. It's more about your goals and actually when you stick to this budget, where it's going to take you. So number two is see your budget as you're spending on your goals and not a way of depriving you on things that you think are important but are really not. So for example, if you were saving for a holiday or you're saving to buy a house, or you're putting your deposit together, see that as you spending on your goals. Don't just see it as, oh, I'm saving to go on holiday, or I'm saving to buy a house, or I'm investing for my retirement. Actually, that's you spending money on your goals. So that Uber Eat that you think you are depriving yourself from every week or every month, by you saving for your holiday that's coming up, the holiday that you're dying to go, the break that you've been dying to have, the tan that you've been dying to get, by you saving towards that and by you saving for the house of your dreams, that Uber Eats that you're sacrificing or that shopping spree that you're sacrificing, that has nothing on your dreams, right? Your dreams and your goals are bigger than what you think you are depriving yourself from. But if you see it as, actually, I may not be buying Uber Eats, I may not be going on the shopping spree, I may not be wasting money on another gadget, I may not be wasting money on another bag because I already have 10 bags that I'm not even using. Actually, I am spending money on my goals. I'm spending money on the things that are really important to me because actually I want to go on that holiday. I want to go on that holiday debt-free. I want to be able to put as much deposit down to buy my house so that I can get as low interest as possible. Once you shift your mindset about budgeting and you no longer see it as depriving and you see it as you spending money on your goals, on the things that are really important to you, I am telling you that is going to shift the way that you budget. You're no longer going to feel deprived. Every time you save for that holiday, you're going to feel great. You're going to feel liberated. You're going to, it's going to help grow your money confidence, right? It's going to help you to continue to make good money decisions. So shift your mindset about the way you're spending. That actually when you save, when you put money towards debt, when you invest, when you say no to something, to say yes to another thing, that's actually you spending money on your goals. Number three is to set aside a fun pot. Now, if you have been to my one-on-one -on -one budgeting sessions, this is something that I teach my clients on what to do. You have to have a fun pot. The truth is that every now and then you will want to buy a takeaway, you want to go out with the girls, you want to go out with the boys, you would want to buy a gift, you would want to buy new clothes, upgrade your lifestyle, and that is okay. You should allow for a fun pot in your budget. What is a fun pot? A fun pot is basically an amount that you allocate to yourself every single month that this is what you're going to use to have fun with. It's 
it's essentially you're spending money, your personal spending money on fun things, on entertaining things, on things that are not bills, things that are not towards your goals. These are just everyday wants that every now and then you want to spend money on. So your budget should allow for a fun pot. So just as much as you have your bills listed or your expenses, how much you're going to save, what you're putting towards your debt, how much you're going to invest, all of that, you should also have a line of item in your budget that says fun pot or spending money. It's so important that you set that money aside. You don't just want to be paying bills. You don't just want to be saving money. You don't just want to be investing. So even if it's £100 a month, set it aside as your fun pot. And guess what? It's not every month that you may use that money, but every month, put that money aside, have a separate account where you're putting in a hundred pound every month so that when you want to go on a shopping spree, when you want to let your hair down, when you want to go on a night out, you have that account that you can go into and spend money guilt-free, right, on the things that you want. This is the number one way to create a budget where you don't feel deprived. I feel like a lot of people, when they think about budgeting, they think about, oh my gosh, I can't do anything fun anymore. I can't buy clothes. I can't do, it's not that you can't do those things, but you have to do it within limitations. You have to do it in line with your bigger goals. So for example, if you have a ton of debt, if you have no emergency fund, I'm not going to tell you to have 500 pounds of spending money or fun pot every month. No, that's like way too much. You need to reduce that debt. You need to build your savings. But should you have at least £100, £150 as your fun pot? Of course you should. And I have found that my clients who have a fun pot, the minute they start to implement the idea of having a fun pot, they're 80% more likely to stick to their budget because that whole feeling of deprivation, can I even say that word? has been removed. They know that, oh, I can have my cake and eat it too. I can pay towards this debt. I can save money. I can invest as well as take care of my current needs and wants. Finally, number four is to set realistic amounts that you are saving and investing. So some of you are too over ambitious with your monthly savings. I love that you are keen to save and invest, but if you're finding that when you do save, you are dipping back into your savings or investment mid-month, then based on your lifestyle and based on your expenses, it's a sign that you are probably over-saving or over-investing, right? So if you find that you're dipping into your saving and investing after a few weeks of making the deposit, then you need to go back to the drawing board and re-evaluate how much your expenses really are. So I would suggest that you reduce how much you save and how much you invest so that you can allocate yourself a fun pot so that you can make sure that you're paying your bills on time. It doesn't make sense saving money each month if you're only going to dip into it. The idea of savings is that you build a fund and you leave it there for what it's... The only people that I suggest that they dip into their savings is someone who's a business owner because I always say you have to have a buffer. Business owners always have to have a buffer separate to their emergency fund. They have to have a one to two month buffer because their income will fluctuate, you know, month to month. So at least they have that savings account, that buffer account 
to dip into, which is separate from their six to 12 months business emergency fund. So if you are over saving, if you are over investing, in order for you not to feel deprived with your budget, I would strongly suggest that you reevaluate how much you can actually save and invest every month. You could be over ambitious and you're saving £500 a month and you're investing £1,000 a month. But then every month you are having to withdraw 200 then it just makes sense for you to just save the 250 just save 250 every month and be consistent with that because every time you dip into the savings you're, you're basically breaking your own rules right and i feel that your budget should always be realistic even if you can't save and all you can do is pay your bills give yourself a realistic fun pot and as well with going back to the fun pot Having a fun pot will actually keep you out of debt. It will stop you from using your credit card, which if you're using your credit card as your unofficial fun pot, there's no limitation. If you have a credit limit of 500 or 1,000, you're going to think that you have 1,000 or 500 to spend every month when you don't, right? It's money that you're borrowing and you have to pay back. But when you have that set amount as your fun pot each month, you're not going to go over that. Once the money's gone, it's gone. This is why I suggest that you have it in a separate account. Once you spend that £100, that's gone. That's it. You wait till the next month. And the good thing is on the months that you don't spend it, you roll it over for when you do need it. So let's recap the four things you can do to stop feeling deprived by your budget. Number one, you need to have a bigger why for budgeting. Number two, see budgeting as a plan for spending on your goals. Number three, set aside a fun pod. Number four, set realistic amounts for your savings and investments. Welcome to Your Money Dilemma, where you send me your money dilemma questions about a choice you feel stuck between. Finances can be complex, guys, and making money decisions is not always easy. However, gaining a different perspective on the situation can help with making a decision that is right for you. Today's money dilemma is, the dilemma I have is about spending money on myself. I want to get my hair done for my birthday that's coming up, but my son also has extracurriculum expenses for the summer that is also coming up. I never treat myself. Should I treat myself for my birthday or should I sacrifice my son's extracurriculum activities? My son's extracurriculum expenses have gone up. So where I thought I had room to play with, I actually don't. What should I do? I absolutely love, love, love this question. It's such a great question and it's a dilemma that many mums find themselves. When I work with mums, the dilemma of choosing between themselves and their child's expenses can be a tough one. So I totally understand how you are feeling. Now, I believe that we can have our cake and eat it too. This is what I preach at Boss of My Money. Very different from what you will hear from other personal finance experts. You don't have to choose between the two. So that's the first thing I want to say. You don't have to choose between the two. You can both treat yourself for your birthday and you can pay for your son's extracurriculum activities. I remember two years ago when I saw this really lovely wig and it would have been my first ever proper wig. And I was adamant that all I wanted for my birthday was that wig. 
there's another story behind the wig that I won't get into, but that wig cost me 260 pounds. But it's a wig that I still have today. You guys have probably seen me with it. It's like a long wig, it has the side part. So yeah, wigs are quite costly. You're looking at a few hundred pounds. That's just to buy the wig. If you're gonna get your hair treated, if you're gonna wash your hair, get them to install it so it can add up. And also nowadays, kids' extracurriculum activities, they're expensive, right? And everyone's increasing their price. The cost of living is going up. A lot of um, coaches, a lot of these places, they're increasing their costs. And guess what? They're going to pass those costs over to you, the parent. In fact, so here's what I want you to do. I want you to grab a piece of paper and I want you to make notes, right? I want you to write out your budget. That's the first thing I want you to do. I want you to write out a budget and this is gonna be your current budget and an advanced budget. So essentially you're going to create a three month budget, June, July, August. When you create your budget, I want you to list out every single income and expense that you envisage in the next three months. Include your bills, savings, investment, your child's extracurriculum activities, your birthday treat, your subscriptions, any event that you plan to attend over the next three months, I want you to list out everything that you plan to spend money on in the next three months on this budget. So essentially, you're going to have three different budgets. You're going to have June, July and August. I then want you to go over every single item and prioritize them. I want you to put a P next to expenses that are a priority. And I want you to put an NP next to expenses that are non-priority. By going through this, you are going to see what changes you can make, where you can make cuts to allow for your son's expenses as well as your birthday treat. So when um, people book one-on-one -on -one sessions with me, the budget sheet that I give them, it actually does this for you. And this is one of the game changers when it comes to budgeting, is budgeting in a way that is prioritizing your expenses as opposed to doing these ridiculous categories about transportation, lifestyle, household expenses. It's better to budget by categorizing your priorities, right? So I want you to go through every item on your budget, put a P for priority, an NP not for priority. And then I want you to make temporary cuts, right? On items that are not a priority cancel them, remove them, don't spend money on them and see how much you will save, see how much money you will get from those non-priority items that you can then transfer to your son's extracurriculum activities and to what you're gonna spend for your birthday. So as a long-term solution, what I then want you to do is I want you to implement a few pots, right, into your finances. Pots are more or less like savings, right? Saving pots. I want you to implement a fun pot for yourself. I also want you to implement a birthday pot for the family. And I want you to create a pot for your son's extracurriculum activity. So these are three pots that I'm suggesting that you create as a long-term solution. Here is the thing. You already know that every year, these expenses are going to come up. You're going to celebrate your birthday. Someone in the family is gonna celebrate a birthday. Your son's extracurriculum activities, every time, every year, these are expenses that you know are coming up. So what I want you to do is to plan for it. 
add it to your monthly budget so that way you know how much you need to set aside whether it's 50 pounds every month 25 pounds every month 40 pounds every month this is how much i need to put into those pots every single month because i know that these expenses are coming up that way even if you haven't saved the entire amount that you need it just means that you need to top up what you already have and that will take away the stress it will help you to feel in control and here's the thing whether you plan for it or you don't as i mentioned already you're going to spend money on these things but when you budget and when you add it in your budget every month it allows you to plan ahead right it helps you to feel in control you're doing it in a controlled manner and you always want to be in control of your finances i think if there's one thing that you can get out of boss of my money and what we're about in terms of achieving financial success is that i want you to always be in control whether you're able to afford something not be able to afford something i always want you to be in the driving seat of your finances so that's my second sort of tip as a long-term solution my final suggestion and this is only if you've done your advanced budget and you actually can't see anywhere that you can cut from because the things that are going out of the, are all priority then i want you to pause any regular savings that you're currently doing for the next two months so that you can have the money towards your son's curriculum activities and also enjoy your birthday in a debt-free way what i don't want is for you to end up using your credit card or your overdraft using debt to cover these expenses because interest is going to be added and you're using money that you don't have i'd rather you start from a place of using money that you do have so that way you don't have to think about paying that money back only use your credit card if you've already budgeted for that expense so if you've already done your budget and you're like oh yeah i can cut these things and i have the three four hundred or five hundred pounds to spend on birthday tree and cover my son's extracurricular activities you can pay for those expenses on your credit card it will help to build your credit but you're doing it because you already know that you have the money as opposed to oh my gosh i don't have the money now i'm going to go and use my credit card and you're back at the same place where you're at which is now you don't have the money to pay the credit card bill and you end up paying the minimum and end up paying more interest and then it's going to take you over seven eight months to actually pay for your bet what you spent you know seven months ago on your birthday and covering your son's extracurriculum activities i actually have a client who is saving about 500 pounds a month to buy a car in the next few months but in june right june's going to be a very month for her because her friends are visiting her and she already knows that girls are going to turn up they're going to have fun and she doesn't want to be held back she just wants to enjoy the time with her friends so when we did her budget because i do a monthly budgeting session with her when we did her june budget we paused on what she's going to save for the car because we already know that her friends are coming we already know that they're going to turn up so pause on the savings for the car use that money to spend guilt-free and enjoy the time with your friends and jump back into your savings from july onwards so guys, it's okay to pause your savings to deal with immediate an immediate matter. Whether that is celebrating your birthday, whether that is covering an expense for your family. Just make sure that you create a budget, plan for these things in advance, right? And see where else you can cut prior. So that's my final suggestion about pausing saving. I only want you to do that 
if you've already done your budget and you've already looked at where you can make cuts and you're not able to find any opportunities within your budget to make cuts. So I know I went through that very quickly, but I'll just summarize the tips. Number one is to create your current and advanced budget. So create a budget for the next three months and list out your priority bills and your non-priority bills and sacrifice your non-priority bills to cover the expenses for your birthday and for the extracurriculum activities. Number two is as a long-term solution, implement these three pots in your budget. Your birthday pot, or you can even just have one family pot and every month you'll put in a hundred pounds there. So whenever it's somebody's birthday, whether it's you or your sons or any other close family member, you know that you already have some money towards that. I also want you to implement a pot for your son's extracurricular activities, whether it's 20 pounds, 25 pounds, 50 pounds, hundred pounds every month, but you're building that pot for when you need it. And finally, as a final, so last resort, I want you to pause on any savings for that particular month so that you can cover these expenses and that you can just take the stress away. It's okay to pause your savings to deal with immediate matters. I hope that helps. And if you have a money dilemma that you need help with, do send them to support at bossofmymoney.co.uk or send me a voice note or a DM to my Instagram account, bossofmymoney, or you can head on over to our contact page at bossofmymoney.com and you can fill out a quick form there. Guys, don't suffer alone. Don't suffer in silence. Share your money dilemma and get the help that you need so that you can keep slaying with your financial goals. I hope that these four tips is going to help you to stop feeling deprived with your budget. It's really important that you understand the benefits of budgeting and it's really important that you create a budget without feeling deprived. It's okay if you are making short-term sacrifices, but if you have a long-term goal, like building your six months emergency fund, saving to buy a house, saving for your wedding, saving to have a baby, start a family, saving to go on that luxury holiday. You want to be able to do those things alongside taking care of your everyday wants. So this is why having that feeling of de deprivation is really not healthy for you. Our thoughts are so powerful. So that constant feeling of deprivation will eventually demotivate you. It will cause you to fall off track and it will lead you into making further financial mistakes that could take you forever to recover, like maxing out your credit card and so forth. So keep the momentum going by following these four tips that I've shared in today's podcast. And I would love for you to let me know if your budget makes you feel deprived, so let me know. How can you let me know? I want you to send me a DM. I want you to go on my website contact page, Boss of My Money, and I want you to fill out the form there. And I want you to say to me, Esther, I listened to podcast episode 71, and this is why, and this is how my, my budget makes me feel deprived. I want to hear from you, right? I want to be able to help you to overcome that feeling because it's not going to help you moving forward in you achieving your financial goals. I also want to know how you budget without feeling deprived. So I've shared, you know, my tip about the fun pot, but what are the things that you do with your budget that helps you not to feel deprived? And I also want to know which of the four tips 
that you were going to try. So if you're struggling with your budget, then guess what? You need not struggle anymore. I am the queen of creating a budget that works. I was able to pay off my debts, 18000 I was able to save up to four months emergency fund. I was also able to buy my first property that I put off for years. I was also able to get through the pandemic on one income or from budgeting. And budgeting continues to be the foundation of everything I do in my finances when it comes to building wealth and creating the life that I want. So why don't you book a one-to-one budgeting session with me so that I can help you create a personalized budget that works for you, right? Because when it comes to budgeting, my budget and your budget ain't my budget. So as much as there's all these things out there about how to budget, your budget needs to be personalized. And that's where a lot of people get stuck, right? Because even if I show you how to budget, even if I tell you how to budget, it has to be personalized to your goals and your want for it to work. Otherwise, it's just not going to work. So book a one-on-one session with me. It's a two-hour session. You and I will sit down together over a cup of tea. It's a really fun and lighthearted session. And a part of the budgeting, you also get to ask your money questions within the two-hour session, right? You get to ask your money questions and whether it's how do I pay off this debt How can I save for this goal? How can I build my credit? Basically, in addition to you having a budget created that's personalized for you by the end of the two hour, you also get to ask me your money questions, right? So if this is something that you would like me to help you create a budget that is realistic and a budget that isn't going to make you feel deprived, then head on over to bossofmymoney.com slash services where you can click on the budget planning session and book a session. You can also find the link within the show notes. That's all I have for today's episode on how to budget without feeling deprived. And remember, the way I see it, if you want the rainbow, you've got to put up with the rain from Dolly Parton. Thanks for listening. Join me again on the next episode. Don't forget to share the Boss of My Money podcast with all of your podcast friends and tell your non-podcast friends what they are missing out on. You can also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or any app that supports podcasting. You can also visit bossofmymoney.com slash podcast for more episodes. Plus, if you haven't got your budget ready for this month and need help with getting it set up and creating a budget that actually works, Check out this podcast show notes for a link to the boss of my money academy.com slash store where you can book a two hour one-on-one budgeting session with me. That's not all. As a podcast listener, you get to save 20% when you use the code podcast in the coupon area. Happy budgeting.